Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello everyone, welcome to Cornerstone Conversations with your host Neil Wright and joining me as usual, Assistant Pastor Matthew Koenig. Hello Neil. How's it going? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you going? I'm going pretty well, I must admit. Um, we're sitting here in our new recording studio. New recording studio? What does that mean? Well, it's a different spot. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different spot. Got a different outlook. Yeah, looking today. out at a Japanese garden Japanese or Chinese garden. garden. What yeah, is it? I don't know. What is it? Where does Mulan come from? I China. I don't even know what what is it. Mu, Mulan. 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 What yeah. is that? Well, I think it's a Disney movie. Oh, okay. But we're not watching the movie. There's a no, play happening here it, at church, Sattler ch- Christian College. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. It looks nice. Good backdrops. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I suppose we should get on with the show. Probably. Yep. And, Mulan, um, have we got the words for Mulan? Or? No, <laughs> we actually do have the oh, script. There, there, there is a script there. We could but use we're not that. using no, it. We're no, not, we're not using no, not that show. And just want to do a little shout out to Aidan, Zach. He uh, just got married a couple of weeks ago. And uh, he is an avid fan of our podcast. So oh, really? Hopefully yeah. he's listening. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hi, Aidan. We'll love, tell love, him. Lovely to have you with us. Yeah, wonderful. And uh, congratulations on being married. Yeah. Good job. So, Matt, I was talking about a <laughs> something on the weekend called stubbornness and just really how that can affect our walk with God yep. if we're stubborn, but obviously it affects our relationship with other people and things like that as well. Uh, I didn't bring my notes. I should have brought my notes as well. But anyway, the verses um, are sort of mixed throughout the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, um, but... What I noticed with most of the verses and uh, passages on it is that they refer back to the people of Israel after they left uh, Egypt Mm. and just how they were really stubborn and refused to obey God in what they did. Um, And I sort of started off by uh, letting us know that although we're stubborn people, God is so good uh, that he overlooks that at times because he needs to work with us um however there are in the end uh i guess results or consequences of stubborn behavior yeah and the first verse i read was deuteronomy 9 6 you must recognize that the lord your god is not giving you this good land because you are good for you are not you're a stubborn people and i think that's something that just really um it, it spoke to me in the fact that we have to always remember first of all um that we're not good we're actually yeah. stubborn. Yeah. And so we can actually behave in a way that is sometimes contrary to what God wants, yet somehow his blessing keeps coming to us. Um, and we think, and then we sort of can go, well, it doesn't really matter how I behave because God's good. And uh, so I can get away with stuff. But there is a time when God's patience actually runs out. Mm. Um, yeah. And I, th- I think, though, for us, it's just remembering that if we do remain the way we're living, we are headed for trouble. And Proverbs twenty eight fourteen says, "Blessed are those who fear to do wrong, but the stubborn are headed for serious trouble." Yeah, yeah. Have you ever noticed, like, uh, in people's lives where that seems to be the case, where you've looked at them and you're like, "Man, those those people aren't being obedient to God, living for Him," yet you see this sort of blessing over their life. Um, I can't think of 
a particular person. No, no, I don't want you to name. No, no. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I do recognise that that in those moments when we are stubborn, that you know, stubbornness is basically not letting anyone else have their way. And, yep. And you know, and that includes God. And you know, if we're not going to follow what He wants us to do, it's not going to end well. Yeah. Um, and you know, I actually, I actually take encouragement in the fact that that you know god did all this good stuff for the israelites despite the fact that they are stubborn yeah you know so there's a couple of things in that one is that being stubborn isn't something new yep um but that god is is above that and he doesn't you know what i mean like he's not in this place where he's gonna withhold things because we don't know what we're doing yeah you know and um yeah so i i hope that that I'm in a space where I'm not being stubborn. I think we're all stubborn at times. Are you stubborn, Neil? No, I am steadfast. <laughs> <laughs> and I refuse to change my mind on that. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I think obviously we're all stubborn at times. And, mm. you know, I, I think one of the pictures that God uses is a stiff necked people. And should you be stiff necked like a, do- a donkey or a horse? You know, and I don't know if you've ever had the uh, mispleasure, pleasure, whatever it might be, of having a horse or animal that is just stubborn. And especially with those animals, because they've got bridles on and stuff, and you try and pull them, but I understand what stiff neck means. That their head does not move from the position that it's meant to be in. Yeah. And I remember once had a horse standing on my foot, and I was pushing as hard as I could to try to get it off because it hurt. But but it was just refusing to move and you could yeah. do nothing about it. Yeah. And so I think that's like a really good description of us when we're, you know, God's trying to tell us something, trying to direct us in a way of living. Uh, yet we're like these, these animals that refuse to move. Um, and it, it can be a real problem because... In the end, the stubbornness does lead to a consequence um, because God isn't mocked. You know, like whatever you you sow, you're going to reap. If you're sowing to the flesh, you'll reap corruption. If you're mm. uh, sowing to the spirit, you'll reap life. And we have to understand, first of all, there's a consequence to it. And I'd say there's a big difference in stubborn and steadfast because stubbornness is actually like what you just said before, all about yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's about standing your ground to get your own way. Mm. Uh, doesn't take into account the facts. Um, like, you know, we just doesn't matter. What the truth is doesn't matter. I want to have my way. It doesn't take into account other people's feelings, doesn't take into account new information. Um, it, it's just fully selfish because it's standing your ground, trying to prove something to someone else. Or, And I think there's few reasons why we're stubborn and I'll just mention these and you can comment on them. Yep. Uh, one is because we don't want to look stupid. Yep. So we don't want to look like to other people that we're, we're stupid. We don't want other people to uh, think that we have changed our mind and that we were actually wrong. Mm. So that's another thing, you know, we don't want people to think, Oh no, they, they're admitting they're wrong. So we don't want to admit we're wrong sometimes. Um, and, I think it also is, again, like I said before, that we want what we want. And and so it doesn't really matter if there's good reason for it or not. We're just selfish. Um, what do you think about that? Have you ever... Yeah, I think, I think all of those things are, are very valid. You know, I've, I'm, I, I myself have experienced those, those times when you think you're absolutely right about something. Yep. 
and you're arguing your point or whatever and then someone actually shows you that it's not a correct perspective. Yep. A horrible, horrible thing to happen. But but you don't, you still don't let up. Yeah. You know, because, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know. Um, nope, that's what I've always known. That's, that's, that's what I believe. That's right. Yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, destroy my opinion with your truth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, that's a, that is a challenge that I think we all come up against at times and, and we need to be in that space of being ready to, to admit defeat, to be, you know, to be aware that we are wrong sometimes. And, hmm. um, you know, I think that's, you know, again, it's it's part of our our human nature and 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 you know the the sinful nature that we have um, that that leads us into that place of stubbornness and just being in that space of of giving God control and allowing Him to speak into stuff. I yeah, think, you know, being ready. You know, on I don't want to be wrong, but it happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does happen at at times, doesn't it? And I think like when you actually look at the fruit of being stubborn, it's always bad. Like it's um, it usually has an effect on relationships. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you could think about that in marriage. It's like, you know, I'm I'm not going to talk to you. Mm. You need to you need to be punished. And even if the person says, "Oh, look, I'm really sorry," and genuine. No, I've got to prove a point to you. It's stubbornness. You wronged me. You owe me yeah. an apology. You, whatever it might be, that that you get this heart that actually becomes hard, and that is stubbornness where where you become hard hearted, and yeah. you know it, it it actually affects relationships and with God, of course, mm. as well. Mm. Um, and so when when God talks about it, stubbornness is something that He talked about the people. You know, Jeremiah talks about it. And it said, my people wouldn't listen to me. They kept doing whatever they wanted, following their stubborn desires of their evil hearts. They went backward instead of forward. Um, and th- there's this thing that stubbornness makes us live to our own ideas, and especially when we're trying to walk with God. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've been so challenged that I need to change my life sometimes. Yeah. I think, yeah, stubbornness, like just, just what it was saying there, you know, the, their stubbornness made them go backward instead of forward. You know, yeah. God, God has plans and and good plans for us and yet there are times when our stubbornness actually sends us in completely the wrong direction. Yep. Um and so I guess my my thought on that is, you know, I want to be in that space of of recognizing when when God is leading and 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 allow him to do that because he knows mm. better than than I do. And Yeah. You know, I want to be I want to be in that space of moving forward with him and and I'm sure that's how how all of us are and um, I just just noticed here you've got a reference there to Acts seven, yep, um, fifty one. Um, it says, "You stubborn people, you are heathen at heart and deaf to the truth." Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I would hope that I'm not in this space of where I'm being stubborn, where I'm actually not hearing, you know, to the point where I'm not hearing what God is is wanting to do, and and you know, allowing the Holy Spirit to speak into my life, and, and you know, we need to be really careful that we're not in that space. Yep. Of of being deaf to that because I mean you don't want to be in a place where you 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 know being deaf to something means you you're not hearing it at all and you're not hearing, hearing yep. what God wants and yeah you're blocking you know. your ears to it aren't you yeah 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 and I think like you know the rest of that verse talks about yeah. one of the things is must you forever resist the Holy Spirit yeah uh, through being deaf to the truth it's like yeah because you're stubborn yeah you, you're not you're not listening and yeah, and I think that's the danger is that we stop listening to the Holy Spirit and we think our way is better 
um, and what we have. And so there's some things that we need to do to uh, counteract stubbornness in our life. Mm. Um, and there's two things I wanted to talk about there and that, that we mentioned on Sunday. Um, one is what we actually do with our attitude towards God. All right. So stubbornness is an attitude really, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And, and a posture, I guess, like a stubborn person won't be moved. But we need to remember some things to do. Okay. So this is what it says in Psalm 78, verse 7 and 8. So each generation should set its hope anew on God. That's the first thing. Mm. Put your hope in God anew. Yep. And, and I like how it says each generation. Like it's a, a generational thing that, that we have to do. Yeah. Um, not forgetting his glorious miracles. So understand that God is a powerful, powerful God and the miracles he does for us and obeying his commands. So set our hope on God, remember his miracles mm. and obey his commands. Yeah. And this is what happens when you do that. Then they will not be like their ancestors, stubborn, rebellious and unfaithful, refusing to give their hearts to God. Mm. And so this is a bit of an antidote, I guess, for us to go, okay, if I'm in a stubborn place, how am I going to change that? Um, now I want to talk a little bit about how it's actually not us that changes that in reality, but we have to start to think that way. Um, so we don't think it's our own work and Mm. that that can always Mm. be a danger. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It it becomes a whole heap of tasks and lists and things that we have to tick off rather than allowing God to, to transform us the way that he does. Exactly. Yeah. And so here's what it says in Ezekiel. Like, There's two passages in Ezekiel I highlighted. Ezekiel 11, 19 to 20, mm. and Ezekiel 36, 26 to 27. Because this is a talking about actually what God will do and yeah. what he does in our life. Um, so here it is. And I will give them a singleness of heart, put a new spirit within them. I will take away their stony, stubborn heart and give them a tender, responsive heart so they will obey my decrees and regulations. Then they will truly be my people and I will be their God. Um, 36, and I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. And I just love it like when I... I look at those passages and this is obviously looking forward to Christ that mm. we've got his spirit within us and the operation that God did with us to, to actually take out that stony heart yeah, um, and give us a, a different heart. And I love the way it's described here, a tender responsive heart that so that we can obey him. So yeah. in other words, our obedience to Christ is only because he gives us the ability to do it mm. and the desire to do it as well. So it's so much his work in us, and and I just love that. It just makes me feel like I don't have to put in effort, so to speak, except for this, to put my hope in you on God yep. and trust him every yep. single day. Yep. Yeah. It's good. Yep. Excellent. So we can try and change our stony, stubborn heart. It's probably not going to work, hey, Matt? No, I wouldn't think so. No. But, need- God, but God can do it, you know, and I think that's... That, I mean, that, that is the real, real key, that it, it is a work of God in us that, that transforms us. And it's, and it's for the purpose of, you know, giving glory and, and fixing our attention on him. Yep. You know, that's, that's what it's all about. Um, yep. And, and not, for, not for any other purpose. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, I like just thinking about in your own life stubbornness. I don't know if it's ever brought great fruit to your life. Good fruit. Like I think about stubbornness for me has always cost me something. Yeah, I've never gained from being stubborn, to be honest. Uh, I have gained from being steadfast, as I said, when you're standing for the right things with the right motives. Yeah, But there's many men and women who have lost their wife or husband because they've refused to change. Mm. You know, I, I refuse to change. And, and there's a consequence to that. There's, you know, people that have lost their jobs, people that have lost friendships, um, people that have lost face and respect. Mm. Um, and you've also robbed yourself of God's blessing because while God, first of all, he said, Hey, I'm good. That's why things are going well with you. Not, you know, you think it's because you're good. It's not, you're actually stubborn. There does come a time when that goodness almost, it's not like the goodness phase, but we walk out from under that blessing of God to such a point. I guess it's like, you know, when you think of Pharaoh, how it said that he hardened his heart against God and it came to the point where God said, it says God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Yeah. So in other words, it was like, fine, have it your own way. And mm. I think if we live our Christian life that way, in disobedience to him in whatever area of our life, eventually God just takes his hands off and he says, fine, mm. let's just see how good that is without me. Mm. And, um, you know, that story of the prodigal son, he, he wandered away and he ended up in a pig pen. And that's where we end up when we're walking that way stubborn, rebellious against God, our Father, um, we end up in a place where we're just wanting scraps. Yeah. And we have to walk back to God then. But, yeah. you know, it's it's just unfortunate that we act that way. But it's actually fortunate that God sometimes takes his hands off us when we're being disobedient and rebellious because we actually see the consequence and it leads us back to him. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good, Neil. Yeah. Anything else to add, Matt? Oh, I think just just that reminder to, as it was as we've read in in Psalm seventy eight there, just to to be setting our hope on God. Yeah. You know, and and not forgetting about who He is and what He's done, the miraculous things that He's yeah. done, and just you know, follow following the commands that He gives us and, and obeying obeying Him, and you know, that's that's really the key to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Awesome. See you, buddy.